journey through the internet's message board. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. And I'm Louisa Heron. And every week we take you through a random subreddit to start to learn a little bit about the subject that they explore. Uh, before we do that, though, we usually like to spend some time, first of all, I like to transition out of my weird DJ voice that I do at the <laughs> beginning of every episode. Uh, and we like to talk a little bit about what we've been up to on the internet this past week. So... Jeff, why don't you kick it off this time? Was that introduction order the way we usually do it? I yes, think it's we, different every time, isn't it? No. Uh, we, we, ev- it, we intuit it fairly well. It's always me, then Jeff, then Louisa. Yes, I'm never sure, and I always just go for it. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know you're going to go for it, which is why I always <laughs> go last, because if I start to talk, you will also start to talk. Well, I would also <laughs> do that just for funsies, because that would be a fun joke to make. Uh, sure, yeah, it's real fun. <laughs> it's a running gag, the fact that me and Jeff talk over Louisa every time she tries to speak. That's why yes. you tried to gaslight me when we first started recording <laughs> the show, that we shouldn't talk over each other, wink, you said, to get me not to talk while you were talking. But <laughs> the show's only become fun for me since I've totally ignored that advice. That's fair. I just think it's <laughs> it's more a matter of like when we're having a conversation with each other, it's more important for us to try to get our stuff out yes like <laughs> but when we're doing this podcast i can edit out stuff so if you start to make a joke and then uh and you don't like it it's gone <laughs> yes if you make a joke that offends me personally it's gone as if it never existed no my point is if you start to make a joke and someone else starts talking you can stop and then make your joke and i'll edit out the first time you tried to make that joke so it sounds like it's off the top Oh, that's, that's like hard, cheating. Though. Yeah, but I I think that's how all podcasts do. Now everybody knows our secrets. Yes. Anyway, well, you uh, don't have to put this part in there. <laughs> no, this part belongs in there. The people need to know the truth. That's my secret cap. I'm always editing out the beginning of my jokes, <laughs> and then and then I punch a giant space worm. Like, uh, that was a really weird time to tell me that, Bruce. Um, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, I didn't know you had a podcast or what a podcast is because I'm a man from the '40s who was frozen in a big block of ice. <laughs> I guess that's what happened. That sounds so crazy when you say it that way. <laughs> yeah. Like a big block of ice. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, but it sounds totally normal when you say it that he is a superhero from the World War II that crashed a plane belonging to a zombie-headed Nazi man, and then he was frozen in time for 50 years. Yeah, exactly. That's totally reasonable. Yes. It was much more reasonable, like, back in the 60s when the Avengers were invented, and they were like, oh, yeah, Captain America was uh, frozen in a block of ice. For conveniently forgetting the past 15 years of Marvel publishing where he continued to have stories. Um, that was only like 20 years. He could have just like held his breath with superpowers. For 20 years? Yeah. But the the main problem now wouldn't be the fact that, I mean, like, they're not really trying to explain away the fact that he doesn't know shit as much as they're trying to explain away the fact that he's not 90 years old. Mm. <laughs> 
Can they just say he'll never age because of his supercells? Like, they perfectly regenerate or something? I mean, I guess they could because, like, who cares? But uh, he just recently got zapped of his uh, super soldier serum and became a very old man, and that's been so much more entertaining. Why would that happen if he was frozen in ice anyway? It's not like the Holy Grail. It doesn't, like, make you experience all of your life all at once. No, he is, uh, he is actually 90 years old, and it is the Super Soldier Serum keeping him young. But he was frozen in ice for a lot of that. I guess. I mean, maybe he still aged while frozen in ice. That's not how anything works. <laughs> it's like if we found a mammoth and brought it back, then as we thought it out, it suddenly aged. Hold on. Years Hold on. Hold on. How do you think that the bringing mammoths back thing work is going to work? Because it's not going to work like that. Focus on that part. I was hoping we could get past that part. The idea is that we're going to clone a mammoth, not find one whole frozen in ice like Captain America. Yeah, yeah. And then you just thaw it out. That's all you need. Okay, but with in Jeff's way of doing things, though, cryogenics (laughs) would suck so bad. You'd be like, oh no, I have cancer. I guess I need to freeze myself. Oh, well, now my cancer's cured, but I'm 280 years old, so <laughs> that's not great. I think Cryogenics is putting it strongly. He fell into some super cold water. It's not like they replaced his blood with saline or any of the other things they do for Cryogenics. Uh, they replaced his je- blood with Super Soldier Serum. That so... was before. Oh, no. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Super Soldier Serum is just Cryogenics. They didn't replace liquid. his blood. That would be crazy. They replaced his blood with super blood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. I thought Spider-Man... No, hold on, that's spider No, he blood. has radioactive spider blood. Okay, uh, Captain America doesn't have spider blood at all, though, right? Uh, I mean, there might be some in that cocktail. No one really knows what they put in the super soldier. <laughs> it was uh, mostly vampire and werewolf blood. <laughs> that forever. would be awesome! <laughs> oh my god! That's why they had to put him in that weird light coffin, because the vampire part and the werewolf part were fighting each other, and they were like, if we put it in this coffin filled with moonlight, then they will, it'll make the, the battleground even. I want to do the Eastern Europe, uh, like, movie monster version of Captain America, Count Transylvania, and he's uh, he's a Frankenstein's monster who got filled up with werewolf and vampire blood to uh, give him superpowers to fight in World War II, I guess? Dear Marvel Comics, <laughs> Jeff and I are available to write comic books for you anytime. Oh my hey, god. You're not cutting me out of this. TM. You, can, TM. you can TM. draw it. I just thought you didn't want to write comic books ever, Louisa. That doesn't seem like something you'd like to do at all. I'm an ideas man. So. I really want to write Count Transylvania now. That's the best idea I've ever heard in my life. Uh, including... Uh, Nope, sorry, I don't have an end of that joke. Never mind. Wait, Jeff, it shouldn't be Count Transylvania, because those are both vampire things. It should be, like, Count Bloodfang, or something, so that it's both vampire and werewolf in the name. That's true, but I was just... Mm. I was gonna go with Captain Transylvania, but that doesn't, like, Count reads more... But I guess Captain Transylvania is a much funnier name. Yeah, no, Captain Transylvania (laughs) is pretty good. It is good. Now, is he... Does he ever become a Dracula or a werewolf, or do the two... Or possibly three with a Frankenstein fighting forces <laughs> stop him from becoming one of those. They're all constantly at war within him, and that's where all the drama of this series comes from. 
and he has to keep them all in perfect balance. Like, yes. if there's ever one way or the other, he starts to tear himself apart. Yes. That would be awesome. Yeah. He, so, oh, like, when he good. sees a full moon, he has to start, like, drinking some blood and going blah, yes. blah. And, like, being afraid of fire so that he remembers his other monster sides and doesn't werewolf yes. out. And the best part about it is the full moon will come out and he'll be like, I have to drink blood. And then everyone will be like, all, like, all of his teammates will be like, wait, I thought if you, it was a full <laughs> moon, you'd turn into a werewolf. He'd be like, listen, I'm very complicated <laughs> and I need to explain a lot of what's going on. Uh, sometimes, sometimes fire good. I don't know. Yeah. I was gonna say, also, he's afraid of fire, and then the rest of the team is like, yeah, that does sound pretty reasonable. <laughs> That's Let's normal. not get burned. Let's not get burned by fire. Guys, we're all afraid of fire a little bit, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you're trying to impart a lesson here, but yes, yeah. that's true. <laughs> that's the moral at the end of every issue. Is like, you know, Count Transylvania is not so different from you and me. Yeah, I also think fire bad. <laughs> Wait, so what's the rest of this team? Are they like Crypt Keeper and Elvira's? And no, they- it's just no, a bunch no, of no. normal army guys like the Helen Commandos. No, oh, okay. no, no. I think it's gotta be... <laughs> the Scowling a- Scaremandos. <laughs> <laughs> so is he just a direct like Eastern European copy of Captain America? Is yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's like Captain Canuck or Captain Britain. <laughs> Captain Britain had Excalibur or some shit, didn't he? Uh, yes, he draws his power because he was given um, the magic of Excalibur by Merlin, who lives in Otherworld, which is where fairies and British magic come from. Wait, and he's powered the... by the spirit of Great Britain. But, okay, in the in that story, where is King Arthur? Uh, I think that he might be, like, a bad guy or something. Well, yeah, probably, because he's supposed to be resting to save Britain in the future. And if someone else has, has taken Excalibur... Oh, you know what? Stuff... Maybe, maybe Captain Britain is supposed to be King Arthur, but I don't know. I never read any of the like weird 80s Alan Moore Captain Britain. Isn't mm. Captain Britain now like the watchman over all of the multiverse in a weird temple at the end of time? Uh, yeah, Alan Moore introduced the concept of the Captain Britain Corps, who watch over uh, all of the Britons of the multiverse. One of them yeah. is also Spider-Man. One of them is a giant chicken. That's and great. Like, that's a <laughs> real thing that happened in that comic that I'm not making up. Wait, what are you Why? talking about? That's just Captain Britain. What are you talking about, a giant chicken? <laughs> Jeff, you're from a different dimension. <laughs> uh, can I just, I just want to talk about chicken boo and how that's my favorite joke of all time. Oh, that is a great joke. <laughs> the idea good. that only one person recognizes someone, like, with an obviously bad disguise. Great. Perfect joke. It's- it's almost a Twilight Zone episode. Like, <laughs> if if it followed that one person instead, and they just descended into madness because they're like, "How is no one seeing this?" Then it would be a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, and then at the end, the camera turns around and it reveals that that guy and everyone else is giant chickens, and Chicken Boo's just a man. Yes. Anyway, so what I've been up to on the internet lately is. Um, I got Fire Emblem Fates this past week, and I discovered that because I'm very bad at video games, and everyone else is very good at video games, I could just type in the name of the chapter I'm on, and the phrase, Fire Emblem Fates, and I will instantly get a million people asking how to solve the chapter I'm on 
uh, that I'm also bad at doing. So you discovered game facts this week, is that what you're saying? I discovered that I can <laughs> skip game facts and having to search for it, I can just like be like chapter three fire emblem fates and it'll instantly bring up like five reddit threads that are like hey i'm having trouble in chapter three of fire emblem fates and i can just click on it and it'll be like uh a million comments being like hey dumbass do it this way i'm smart when are they gonna get to the point where you can just plug your game boy into your computer and then have the internet play the game for you <laughs> hey i just well, need you some more sleep. tips and hints because i'm very stupid <laughs> <laughs> Oh I just God, need when to know. Will my leisure activities be taken over by machines <laughs> so I can get some sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that would be great for like grinding in an RPG. Uh, Why? Or... <laughs> Why would that be great? Because you realize you realize that RPGs don't exist in nature; like they are created by us anyway, right? Yes, but modern RPGs have done away with grinding because at some point, game designers are like, "Oh, wait, we don't have to make the player waste time for five hundred hours." Yes, and if you want to play an old RPG, it's really tedious because they're like, "We got to stretch this experience by like a solid fifty hours on top of whatever the actual game will be." Okay, look, here's what you need. It's called a game genie, and the thing is, you put your game into that, and then you put that into your Super Nintendo, and then you can use special codes. There's a book of codes. I don't want any sort of foul gin messing up my game saves with its bizarre foreign magics. Are we veering into racism a little bit here? Uh, Jinns are not people. They are made from the smokeless flame of... Allah. Yes, I understand that. I guess the phrase foul foreign magic made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> well, if it was Canadian magic, I would say the same thing. Jeff already established himself as a racist, so yes. we all know. We all already know. Okay. We all are agreed. Cool. That's a separate life from on this podcast, okay? Every every podcast needs the one racist guy, and I'm just really glad it wasn't. Wait, I thought we decided the last five episodes that Matt was the racist. What? No, I have a lot of hateful opinions, but they aren't related to race. Uh-huh. Oh, they're about to lose the Trek syndrome, right? <laughs> hey, that was only one episode that I was hateful about that. <laughs> it wasn't part of your manifesto. <laughs> that you like exactly. To all right. Someday I'm going to stitch all of my hate together into one gorgeous hate quilt. Oh man, that would be really great if you just, every time you had a hateful thought, just started stitching it into a quilt. And like, but, everyone's like, Matt's so progressive and accepting of all people, and then upon your death, we discover this hate quilt that's like the size of a football field. Jeff, you're revealing the, the plot of the next season of American Horror Story. Oh my god, American, American Horror, Horror Story, Story hate, hate quilt. quilt. Yes! yes. <laughs> How to make an American Horror Story quilt. Am I right, guys? Oh, perfect. Oh, TM, this is our idea now. Wait, I don't get it. Am I too young? You better not try, Ryan Murphy. Am I I too young to get that reference? There's There's a a book and movie movie called How to Make an American Quilt. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Starring Winona Ryder. What recipes did you find on the internet lately? (laughs) (laughs) I found some recipes for beard papas, so I'm probably going to try making those. Hold on. Say those words again and make them make more sense, please. I don't think I can make them make more sense because it's a Japanese thing, and they've. Have you have you seen Wreck It Ralph? <laughs> oh yeah, there's a character <laughs> named Beard Papa. <laughs> anyway. There's a cameo by Beard Papa in Wreck It Ralph. 
I don't know why this is the name, but in the name is an English set of words. <laughs> beard, like a beard, like on a man's face. Okay. Pop- like when a, when a man has to hide that he's gay to his family. Yes, exactly. Like beard papa sounds like a Craigslist code word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but what it is is a like fast food chain that makes cream puffs. Okay, that I expected some sort of fried treat for some reason. Well, <laughs> you know, you know, fried beards. <laughs> well, it's not like the cream puffs make any more sense. No, nothing makes sense. It's Japan. Uh, if you have a long enough beard, it will eventually be full of cream. Well, I mean, mm. usually in my case, it's bits of hamburger. <laughs> Yeah, well, but I'm saying if you drank a bowl of cream. That's true. I usually save that for right after I've shaved, so I don't suffer that fate. Jeff is a werecat. <laughs> that is the thing about Jeff. I realize that there's no video component to this podcast, but I would I, like it would be worth it to have video just to have a moment now where Jeff, like shirtless, drinks an entire carton of heavy cream. <laughs> You just want that. Uh, you just want me to suffer because you know I hate milk products. <laughs> I'm imagining most of it wouldn't end up going in your mouth anyway. One time in college for a play, I had to drink an entire pint of milk in about eight seconds, and it was I had to like train up for that. I hated it. I don't like to drink milk. Yeah, and I played that same role in that same play a couple of years later and had to do the same thing, so... But I bet you like milk. I have no strong feelings about milk. Ah, see? <laughs> I, I dislike like it. Does that count? It gives you strong yeah. bones. Oh, don't say it like that. Uh, I'm strong. I'm getting stronger every day. What? From what? Milk? From eating cream puffs that she got from Yeah, Japan, exactly. <laughs> oh. No, the recipe. Oh, I see. Which I haven't made yet, but I intend to, so there we go. Oh, good. <laughs> so next week you can give us an update on those beard papas that you're baking or whatever. Yes. Oh, the other thing I was doing on the internet was looking at the plots of horror movies, which I like to do sometimes. Oh, which ones? On Wikipedia. Uh, I read about, oh, mm, there was one and they said it starred Mama, I think it was called. Oh, that oh, yeah. was supposed That's to be pretty creepy. Movie? Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty bad, I guess. But uh, uh, Cameron Esposito was on some podcast once, and she said that she did this, and I was so blown away because this is exactly what I do. I can't watch horror movies, but sometimes people are like, oh, man, the twist in this movie, amazing. So then I go read about it on Wikipedia. That's very anticlimactic and sad. (laughs) It's not sad. Shut up. I do that when I find out there's going to be a cameo in a comic book movie of a character that I don't know very well. I'll just read their whole thing. So that when I go see that movie with friends, I can pretend that I'm way more knowledgeable about comic books than I actually am. I'll be like, oh, well, he's doing that because he's secretly a being from another dimension that is a chicken person and he has vampire and Frankenstein blood. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. so it's still our idea. <laughs> Are you saying you've never heard of Thanos' brother, Captain Transylvania? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he Thanos' brother? <laughs> We're trying to get some cross-integration between no, the, but... <laughs> the Vault of Horror line and the Cosmic line. <laughs> Listen, Jeff, clearly that makes so much sense. What I'm saying is it should be like Mephisto or Dormammu, not Thanos. You're getting too mainstream. Okay. He sold out. Well, it would make sense if he was Dormammu's brother. That's another monster man. Well, so's so's Mephisto, kind of. Which universe are we in here? Is this Marvel? Yes. yes. Do you think DC might give us more money? This is what's Ooh. important. Uh, DC bungles their comics a lot. 
but they don't have a good analog to Captain America. That's true, but they do already have a Frankenstein. And they have a man who is inspired by bats. Oh, <laughs> yes, Batman. I was like, excuse me? Inspired? Oh, I get it. <laughs> when that bat flew through Bruce Wayne's window and he said, yes, father, I shall become a bat. I guess that counts as inspiration. How is that not? That's like the <laughs> definition of inspiration. No, I wasn't being sarcastic. I just <laughs> forgot the iconic thing about Batman is that the bat bat is his name. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's one of the two main things about his name. <laughs> the other being man, which some would argue he is not. <laughs> because now he's part werewolf and part Dracula. Because, in fact, it was Batman who gets kidnapped and turned into... Okay, no, oh, hold on. Man. That's already a comic called ba- uh, Batman Castle of the Bat, and it's about Victor Frankenstein making a Batman. Well, can we reboot and take most of that idea and just put our names on it and get money? Is this possible? That doesn't sound legal, but yeah, I think we okay. can do that. Good. So, Matt, what what were you up to on the internet? Um, well, I am in Houston, Texas right now. Aren't we all? And so I spent a lot of my time today getting to Houston, Texas, and thus have not been doing much on the internet. Um, I watched the John Oliver thing about Donald Trump, which was really good, and I highly recommend anyone watch it if they want to feel less angry at the world. Oh yeah, I I saw that hashtag and was like, oh, I already follow that fake Donald Trump Twitter account with that name. Oh, really? I don't know, did he address that he that that joke was like pre-existing or mm, which joke, the Trump thing? Yeah. No, he did not address it. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to check that video out. It's Maybe. good. I mean, that's only the joke at the end of it. Most of it is about, like, how everything that everyone says they like about Donald Trump is provably not true about Donald Trump. Yes, that's yeah. a fact. Well, that's always been the worst thing about Donald Trump is he just says whatever, and, like, everyone's like, yeah, he's right. Like, he just says, well, I'm good at business. Like, provably you're not. He went bankrupt a bunch of times. But he says it, and people are like, yeah, I mean, well, Donald Trump's good at business. Like, you don't have to believe it just because he said it. What I don't get is that the supporters of him seem to be the kind of folks who, like, like, if I walked up to them on the street, like, say I was getting barbecue from a gas station, and I walked (laughs) up to somebody in line at that gas station, and I was just like, hey, I'm better than you, and you should believe that because of how great I am, and then made, like, a dumb face at them. They would be like, I'm not going to believe you because I don't take no shit. And I'd be like, good, yes, you're right. You are a down-home Texan, and you are, like, tougher than that. But, so, like, I feel like the people who support him pride themselves on not taking any bullshit from anyone, and yet they, just with Donald Trump, they take all of the bullshit that he has. And I don't understand it. I think because he says things in a mad way. Yeah. And also, he's freely willing to use, for instance, racism to be like, yeah, you're right, you should be mad. You know who you should be mad at? Those people. <laughs> like, that's the cornerstone, isn't it? The funny yeah. thing is, if he was doing that exact same thing, but not about other races, but just about individuals, I would be totally into it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if it was the right individuals. <laughs> Isn't that what Bernie Sanders is doing? Yeah, no, kind he's, of. he's not, he's not uh, promoting, 
like vitriol so much as like no no righteous indignation but yeah he's saying you should be mad you should be mad about this and he is talking about specific people and institutions Mm. it should be more like donald trump being like yeah you're right america is sucking now and it's sucking entirely because of jeff kowalski oh no (laughs) wait that would be great because then i could just be like no it isn't and now i'm running for president (laughs) or even better you could get like a black tuxedo with tails and a big top hat and dye your beard black (laughs) and then just start tying people to railroad tracks and really lean into being like the most cartoony villain you could imagine. It's me, Jeff Kowalski, president of all banks. Yes. Famous capitalist Jeff Kowalski, me, the villain. Get your hands on some werewolf and Dracula blood. Mm-hmm. I like where this is going. Chop my arms off and replace them with a killer's arms. <laughs> That's Frankenstein, right? When you say a killer's arms, do you mean someone who is killed or a member of the band The Killers? Because either way, I love it. Uh, Both things are true. (laughs) About, like, uh, Brandon Flowers is a murderer and also the lead singer of the band The Killers. Thank Jesus that one of us knew the name of somebody in the band The Killers. It was me. I only know that one guy, though. That's fine. That's all you need for jokes. <laughs> That's all you need to slander somebody and say they're a murderer. <laughs> exactly. How many people have we said are murderers on this show? Um, uh, you know, one of these times we're going to be right, and then the world will turn its eyes to uh, us. For well, we were already like, right last week, week when we Ted- said that Ted Cruz, the literal Zodiac killer, was guilty of all those Zodiac murders. Yes. Uh, but he hasn't been arrested yet. Our work is not done. Guys, do you think there's any chance at all that Ted Cruz might sue us for saying he's the Zodiac Killer? Because that would be the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Not before he sues uh, Patrick Monaghan on Twitter, who has taken up the reins of being the lead Ted Cruz Zodiac conspiracy theorist. Yes, I'm certain that there are many people Ted Cruz is going to come after once it comes out that he is, in fact, the the Zodiac Killer. I'm just saying, if we were on that list, I think it would be a real high point for this this podcast. Yeah, I think that would be... that's true. (laughs) Except it's not true, but I will agree to it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe it's true, though. Hey, maybe we should get on this Reddit already. Whoa. This took a this took a real antagonist. <laughs> That's because we spent almost an hour not doing the supposed focus of our podcast. Listen, we can dick around all we want after we. Well, have I'm so about okay. to bring down the mood in the room because we have a pretty good subject to ignore. Is Reddit- it Dra- Dracula's and werewolves? Oh, I wish kind of. it's uh it's related oh, to uh, Captain Transylvania. It is Reddit.com/r/ukrainianconflict. Okay. I wish this was the subreddit for a death metal band called Ukrainian Conflict. Oh man, that would be a great name for a band. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Yes, it, it would. would. What are you talking about? That would Ukrainian be the best. Ukrainian Conflict? That's the most boring name in the world. Wait, what if you spelled Ukrainian with a C and Conflict with a K? What if you spelled both of them with X's instead of Caesar K's? <laughs> just all X's. Because they're so hardcore. <laughs> And the t-shirt would be like one of those where you can't read it because it's so scratchy, except it's all X's. Yeah, this is all, these are all good ideas. (laughs) Shut up. It's your turn to talk. You have to read the sidebar. (laughs) All right, Jeff. So R slash Ukrainian conflict. 
a non-biased source of news, analysis, discussion, and investigative journalism of the conflict in Ukraine. Okay, so hmm. I'm going to pull this band-aid off right now. I wasn't super aware that there was a conflict in Ukraine. What? But that's I mean, all like, that was on the news before the president started fighting. Yes, I know that... Uh, yes, but I feel like there are more... There are other conflicts going on in the world that I'm more aware of, and mm. I don't really know who's conflicting and why. Is it still Russia? Is Russia still yeah. making trouble in that Ukrainian jungle? I feel like they just were like, hey, the Ukraine, that's ours now. Right? Is that what happened? I'm pretty yeah, sure that's what happened. That, yeah, I don't know I how that's that was going. Over. Is that still happening? Apparently, so. according to this subreddit, it posts nine hours ago. I think it's become like a Cold War situation, like where Russia won't really say they're taking over the Ukraine right now, and Ukraine can't quite get rid of Russia, you know? I really like the first rule that you can't do. Uh, It says, this sub hopes to foster informed and intelligent discussion of the facts. Please limit poorly evidenced emotive or biased submissions. And in italics now, this includes aggressive comments and links with words such as junta, shill. Junta. Is, junta. Oh, is that a word? What does that yes. mean? A junta is like a... Regime? Uh, it's like a regime, isn't it? It's like, I thought it was the leader of like a semi-fascist uh, dictatorship like coup. Okay, as long as I didn't just call someone like some Eastern European N-word. No, that would not. be Okay, with words such as junta, shill, Nazis, fascists, thugs, terrorists, etc. So that's pretty good for a first rule on a subreddit is like, don't call people names. Could that not be the the number one rule of Reddit as a whole? The number one rule of Reddit as a whole is anything goes, and the number two rule is party on, dudes. <laughs> no rules, just right. <laughs> yes. Number three is be excellent to each other. <laughs> number four is don't talk about Reddit. We should have gotten to this rule earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wrote a LARP a little while ago uh, that involved a guy who like was forced to follow his knight's code. Uh, and then the knight's code was just, like, one rule from each fictional set of rules that I could find on Wikipedia. <laughs> so there was a rule. The first rule was that you couldn't talk about the knight's code. Uh, there was a rule about there needed to be porn of it, and if there wasn't, he had to create some. <laughs> uh, I had one of the Ferengi rules of acquisition in there. Oh, it was fun. Oh, he wasn't allowed to uh, harm a human being or through an action allow a human being to come to harm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to follow these uh, laws of robotics or I'm not being chivalrous. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh, that was fun. Okay, so I looked up Junta, and it's a military or political group that rules a country after taking power by force. And they say not to use that word because it's inflammatory, but it seems like it might be a little bit accurate. Yeah, that seems like it would be an accurate descriptor of uh, Russia in this situation. But it does have negative connotations, right? I mean, like, some people would be like, oh, well, Russia is coming in to save the Ukraine from its terrible government. Who would say that besides Putin? (laughs) I mean, maybe some other Russians high in the government. But that's the whole point. Like, the whole point of this is, I think, like, 
if you read this same first rule, but imagine the dude who's writing it winking as he's saying it. <laughs> what? Ev- everyone... Don't call anyone fascist. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone knows that there's no correct side in this war. Wink. Just kidding. It's obviously the Ukraine way better than the Russians. But, like, you know what I mean? I think you have to take it that way. Uh, one thing I don't want to do is dig into any of the posts on this subreddit because they are all sad. The number one post of all time is titled, My City Has Been Attacked 30 Minutes Ago. Oh, that's not great. Yeah. You, so, you know what is great, though? Steering away from that. Which I was about People, to do. Okay, well, I'm doing it instead. <laughs> okay. Go for I, it. I think that Ukrainian people may be the best people to have a picture of a bunch of them holding up signs and, like, having an uprising. They look so cold and sad and angry. Like, it's perfect. They are the poster children for a rebel uprising. All right, well, maybe you're the most racist one, then. Uh, That's not <laughs> racist. I'm saying the pictures look so, like convincing i f- i feel like that any uh subjugated people really take good pictures when they're rebelling to be perfectly honest that's yeah. fair i think if you found a photo of like the boston tea party those very wealthy white american aristocrats would look so cool dumping all that tea into boston harbor dressed as native that americans one. so that no yeah. one would know who they were that was real <laughs> courageous yeah, I don't know about that one. I think it's this is what I'm saying. Like, when you see pictures of an uprising in the Ukraine, everyone's got their knit hats on and they look like they're cold and they're standing outside holding up signs and you feel for them in a way that if it was rich people dressed as Native Americans, you maybe wouldn't be so sympathetic towards them. So you're sympathetic yeah, to white true. people is what you're trying to say. I didn't say it. Oh, you're saying all Ukrainians are white people. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm trying to yeah. say in these pictures, I'm seeing a lot of Turning it around on you. Well, did you, though? <laughs> I don't think you did. I did. I did turn it around on you. I'm saying that I'm sympathetic to people wearing knit caps, and I'm pretty sure that that is true of every picture of a rebellion that I've ever seen, is that at least some people were wearing knit caps. What that about... seems reasonable, except they also wear that in, like, Iraq and, like, other places where they have uprisings. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of the uprisings in Iraq were probably pretty good. Good for whom? Good for the people of Iraq. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I could probably, probably agree with that, <laughs> even though I am not informed on the topic because I don't have to be because <laughs> I am a middle-class American. <laughs> Like, the bad guys in Iraq are the ones who are That's us. leading <laughs> yeah. armies, including us. <laughs> including, possibly, especially. Well, listen, anyone who has an army in Iraq is a bad guy, and the people who are not in armies in Iraq are the ones that we should feel sympathetic towards, I think. Who knows anymore, Yeah, man. we should be sympathet- sympathetic to war-torn civilians. That's a real bold stance you're taking there. <laughs> what? Okay, hang on. That you, is actually a pretty bold stance. We all agree. You put me on blast when I say that. I, <laughs> no matter how I try to say this statement, you're trying to make me into some kind of racist monster. Yeah, that's what this all, podcast is about. We've all agreed that Jeff is the racist monster on this podcast. Uh, I don't think we all agreed to that. <laughs> It was a unanimous vote. Uh, I don't remember casting my vote in that ballot. 
Listen, Jeff is only a monster in that he has Dracula and werewolf blood. <laughs> yes, I'm only literally a monster because of the fact that I've been fully Frankenstein and, and I have the blood of both arms. a wolfman and a Dracula. And the fact that he is racist is independent of the fact that he is a monster. Yes, that's, that's a different kind of monster that I also have the blood of inside me. <laughs> I've been filled with racist blood. But that was just because you had to have a blood trail when you were in a battle in South Carolina. Wait, hold on. This is turning into like a Richard Pryor movie from the 70s where like he does a blood transfusion to a racist and then for some reason they have to go on a caper together. Did that happen? Uh, no, but I'm pretty sure there was an episode of MASH. Uh, All yes, in the Family. Oh. I think Archie Bunker gets a blood transfusion from a black person and does not no, like it because he's very Jeff, racist. You're thinking of the episode of MASH where they, yes. trans- they trick that racist into thinking he's turning black. Yes. They go Are you put- sure it wasn't All in the Family? I mean, probably also. <laughs> but it was way better on MASH because Archie Bunker was always kind of on the side of the racists in a way that I'm not super comfortable with, whereas MASH, they were always like, hey, let's ruin this racist life, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But in a charming way, because they do everything yes. in a charming way. <laughs> yes, including the horrors of war. If you can be charming and slightly drunk and hate racists, then I will watch your sitcom. That is a promise from you. I don't. I don't have a sitcom. <laughs> well, not yet. There. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You got to get in on this, Captain Transylvania. It's a sitcom now. It's not a comic book. Anymore. Oh man, what? Like a multicam, <laughs> like with a live studio audience? Yeah, exactly. Can, can all the rest of the cast be just normal people talking about their like daily lives? And it's going to be the new girl, stuff? but Zoe Deschanel is a Frankenstein. <laughs> And your parents are a Dracula and a werewolf, and it's a gay couple, so it's very progressive. (laughs) Hold on, then how does the blood come in? Uh, They just gave you their blood. You're not their child. They stole you from a village. A Frankenstein village? What's happening? You're really... They're really painting gay people as being monsters that steal children no, from the, the monsters that steal children just happen to be gay. That is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> They're already the literal monsters, monsters who go to a village of other monsters and steal one. No, a village of regular people. They stole you and turned you into Kevin. Oh my Tasmania. god, they stole a child, murdered it, and cut it up? No, no, you're, and then you brought it back to life blood. with lightning. Okay, but Jeff brings up a very good point, which is if Frankenstein had been a baby, would all of his parts have grown up with him, or would he be a baby forever? Yes, he'd be a super strong baby. <laughs> what if he was a, like slightly different age parts? Because like yeah. babies are kind of the same size for a little oh, while. Man. How lame would it be if you had one baby arm and one regular person arm? Like, that half your face, terrifying. you lose your baby teeth, and then you have to wait, like, three years for the other half of your face to lose the baby teeth. You always have to wear a helmet because you still have a soft spot on your head. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gross. This sounds and like that says nothing about now. that says nothing about what'll happen to his, you know, his downstairs. Jeff, I swear to God, if we start talking about baby dicks, I am disconnecting from this call. Uh, no, Frankenstein's specifically. Yeah, it's still a baby dick, Jeff. No, not in this case. How? What? 
The problem with Frankensteining is that it's a self-selected uh, thing. Well, not self-selected, but like the <laughs> doctor. <laughs> the do- There's got to be a porno movie about this, right? So you're saying that for for Frankenstein to have a baby dick, the doctor Frankenstein would have to <laughs> yeah. be a real nasty freak. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, I'm going to oh, devote no. my life to this work. Also, you know it would be really funny? <laughs> <laughs> When I brought this creature to life. <laughs> you know, the thing that I'm thinking about this monstrosity I'm making is that his life won't be hard enough. Is there any way that we could give him a baby dish? <laughs> oh, no. Guys, guys, the funniest episode of our podcast is going to be about the Ukrainian conflict. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, it, it eases the the tension. It's like uh, oh, no. it's it's like mash. They use humor to make it not. Oh, it's true. Horrible. And we are all slightly drunk. So. Well, not me. I don't know what you guys are doing, but I'm a professional. Matt's drunk on gas station wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think we mentioned that on the podcast, so that's really confusing to yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's a fun mystery. <laughs> yep. Let's hope Scooby-Doo and his team get on it. Really? You think that's Scooby-Doo's team? Yeah, he's the leader. He's the mascot. They wrote a song about him. They've written many. About asking him. him what's new... Uh, talking about when he was a pup. Hey, when I was a kid, I always wondered, do you think the other members of the mystery team are the ones singing that song? Yes. What? No. Is that in their Uh, voice? Yes. Absolutely yes. Okay. They're only a band in, like, those later weird celebrity episodes. No, I mean, not literally, but in a Greek chorus way, like, that's their voice. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the voice of consumerism telling you what you're watching and why you should watch it. But also, I think literally it is them singing that theme song. I don't think so. Yes, I do. I bet that there's a way to find this out. Just because they were a band later on doesn't mean that they weren't a band. They were Mm, a band. That's true. And who else would be asking Scooby-Doo what's going on because he's a fucking dog? (laughs) I don't know. I thought maybe they just got a song written about them because they're a very famous mystery-solving crew. Are you trying to tell me that you believe in that universe? that there are two groups of teenagers who have a band and are deluded into thinking that a dog can somehow tell them what to do. Wait, there's more than two because there's like Jabberjaw and there's Josie and the Pussycats and all kinds Jabberjaw, of bullshit. Jabberjaw was a shark, not a dog. But he Josie talk. and the Pussycats do not solve mysteries and that's in the Archie universe. They had a van though, right? <laughs> yes, but they didn't solve mysteries. It was Archie just like a teen kind of drama. Archie solved all those murders that one summer. What? I don't, th- I don't think that Lisa, happened. You're confusing Archie with Sherlock Holmes again. Oh, this always happens. One glorious summer when Sherlock Holmes solved all those murders in that small town. And then he had to decide whether he wanted to marry Betty or Dr. Watson. Elementary, my dear Jughead. Let's eat all these hamburgers. So I was, I got into a discussion on Twitter about how perhaps the most prominent asexual character in fiction is Jughead from Archie. Yes, I think that's probably true. He hates girls and loves hamburgers. And hasn't he said canonically in a recent issue that he is asexual? No, 
No, that's purely something that we've all decided about him. <laughs> well, I saw a panel, so someone oh, made did a you? panel. Then, I, I don't guess. know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Because people talk about it so much. They, like, in a clunky way, they, like, literally just spelled it out right in this panel. He's asexual. I'm sorry. I'm Googling Archie's principal because I wanted to make a good joke about it. Mr. Weatherby. Mr. Weatherby. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Jeff, I got it. <laughs> Jeff, you should, you've got to roundtable these things. I could have just spun that off the dome. Well, I also, I read the current Archie comic and could not remember the names of any of the characters besides Archie, Betty, Veronica, and Jughead. I guess there's Reggie Mantle, who's uh, the villain. He's that football man that hates Archie for being popular. Who's that nerdo? What's his name? That's Archie. No. Uh, no, Dil- <laughs> Dilton Doyle. Dilton yes. Doyle. Dilton, what okay. a name. So, guys, I've never read a single Archie comic. Whoa. I know everything about it. How? How? Yeah, how do I know that uh, Veronica's last name is Lodge? <laughs> I've never read an Archie comic either. How do I know that? What's Betty's last name? I don't I even don't know that, know. and I read... Paige. What? Yeah, no, that's no. a different person. <laughs> If is she it? was well, if she was Betty Page, she'd be the one with dark hair. Oh, that's true. I it's fun to get like the free comic book day Archie Digest because it's like just a bunch of early two thousands and nineties Archie comics where it still all looked like the seventies, but they have cell phones and stuff. Uh, and they're pretty good if you really want to read like some lighthearted Degrassi style teen drama. So, which of them has radioactive spider blood? Uh, Captain Transylvania. <laughs> He's got radioactive spider blood too. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yep. all the uh, the uh, haunted house uh, accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's got a skin made of cobwebs, radioactive <laughs> spider blood. He's a Frankenstein with Dracula and werewolf blood. He's got the uh, flowers arms. Yeah, he's got the arms of Brandon Flowers <laughs> <laughs> from every haunted house. <laughs> Brandon Flowers and has molds of those made so that they can be used in every haunted house. You, you know often. what they always say. I was watching. I was watching that documentary about haunted houses, The American Scream, and all three of the guys in it were like, yeah, you just got to get that Brandon Flowers <laughs> arms or no one buys your haunted house as being spooky. <laughs> I'm imagining that this character we've invented is so jam-packed with magic and science and radiation and stuff that he is just mostly tumors, right? <laughs> no, he's yes. like a... He's, it's like a... <laughs> It's like Three Stooges disease, but for magic spells. No, I'm saying he shows up and he's like, he's got those buff braided flower arms and he's got his fangs and like he can fly and stuff. And then when he gets real mad, he goes Hulk Hogan and like pulls his shirt well, open. Okay, I his... thought you meant like regular Hulk. No, 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 no. Because no, no. he gets mad and, and his shirt oh, rips. Jeff, let me finish the joke. It's going to be so funny. Oh, Damn I'm it, sorry. Jeff. No, Damn I ruined it. Jeff. Jeff. Get it, Jeff. Damn it, Jeff. Keep going. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> <sighs> Damn the important Jeff. thing is, for this sitcom, we need Brandon Flowers to do the theme song, and we need him to re-record Are We Human or Are We Dancer to Are We Human or Are We Monster. <laughs> are we monster? <laughs> <laughs> but then he also needs to end it with a definitive yes, yes, he is a monster. He is not human. <laughs> 
Matt, just, are, Matt, we will you please put that are song? we monster? Will you, yes, we're monster. Please put that song at the end of the episode and then record yourself saying monster and put that over where he says dancer. <laughs> I don't even know what song you're talking about, but sure. I think it might just be called Dancer. Yes. I think so. Wait, so in this he sets up a dichotomy between humans and dancers? <laughs> Listen, yes, we welcome to this. humor in 2011, Matt. Every joke was about this song. It's called <laughs> Human from that 2008. Can't be true. Oh, That's not true. It's from the album oh. Day and Age. Are we human? Oh, it's Are We Human or Are We Denser? No, that's that doesn't not true. Seem that's right. not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> because he said he has some he has some dumb poetic bullshit reason that it's dancer, but he has said it's dancer, so dancer is not right. I'm digging into this mystery. There's a whole section on the Wikipedia page about Call it. Call Scooby Doo. <laughs> uh, the official biography section on the band's website says, "Are we human or are we dancer?" Yes, good. Uh, and it was inspired by a disparaging comment made by Hunter S. Thompson, who stated that America was okay. raising a generation of dancers. Sure, great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dumb bullshit poetry reason, just like I said. No no more reading things directly off of computer screens. I'm no, I had to because it, it was driving me insane in that 10 seconds that there was uncertainty. Okay, cool. I was getting leap day madness. <laughs> That's anyway. our first mention of Leap Day, because we're recording this on Leap Day, oh, the lost day when all crime is legal. Oh, but you're dating us now, because this isn't going to come out for a week, and everyone's going to know that we're cheating and recording ahead of time. It's fine, because we'll all be murdered in the last few hours of Leap Day when all crime is legal, including no, no. murder. We're going to do the murders. We're not going to get murdered. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. I'm in Houston. I have, I have like, 50 less guns than everyone else here. <laughs> By volume. Yes. Does that make the joke funnier? <laughs> I'm not sure. It seemed like it would. Per capita. Is that better? <laughs> anyway, no. Look, the important thing is, when I picture Captain Transylvania, he's got a bunch of IVs attached to him all the time, and that's really going to cut down on his mobility. I thought you were saying he had around. a bunch of eyeballs, which would also be really cool. As long as he's bristling with tumors, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Wait, is he also part beholder? Is that why he has all those eyeballs? Mm, we can work how, could, that, how could he be part beholder? Yeah, that that's true. That's, that's a copyrighted monster. We can't use that. <laughs> Maybe his roommate could be some kind of Argus. Is that a public domain monster? I've never heard yeah, of that. from Greek mythology. He's all eyes. Argus. That sounds like one of those weird jokes from the Odyssey. He had to guard Io, I think, but then, of course, he fucked it up because Io escaped. Whoa, what is that? What? What's I, what? I heard a Verizon ad happen. That was someone speaking to me, and the mic picked it up. You can, oh, edit, okay. you can edit it out easily, I'm sure. <laughs> can you edit out your totally hysterical reaction? <laughs> oh, what was that? <laughs> uh, was that I, something was being thrown at me. <laughs> oh, you mean Matt's reaction? Yes, Matt's reaction. Because okay. I heard a door open, I heard a voice, and then I heard a door close, so I'm like, in my brain, I can process what this means. <laughs> Matt could not. I see. Is Matt even well, there anymore? It feels like the I'm end of the here. Show. I'm making a pause so that I can edit all this. Out. <laughs> this feels like the end of the show, anyway. Is it? I guess it is. Yeah, we've um, been recording for like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even try to talk about the Ukrainian conflict. We did. Well, no, I feel like we solved it. The problem is, in the summary of every episode, I write three things that we talked about, 
and we only talked about one thing. Uh, we talked so about good. three Fucking things. Stupid. We talked about a Frankenstein with yeah. werewolf and Dracula blood. Three things. Guys, is it? can we please have him still have an American flag shield? <laughs> uh, what would the shield be? Like a big eyeball or a ghost? An American flag, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, you need to stop thinking about eyeballs. That's his roommate who's all the eyeballs. What? His he has roommate. a roommate? Yeah. Wait, is he said. a college student? Uh, possibly. We're workshopping this. Who's we? All of us. Oh. <laughs> I like the idea of it being like a, a college drama that involves him. And maybe he's not even the main character. Like, the the... <laughs> The, the person in the room across the hall is the main character, and he's the story just follows the fact that he's woken up at all hours by Captain Transylvania, like, rushing out to solve crimes. Or so he's just, commit the, cr- crimes? He's just the Kramer. Sure. <laughs> I feel like he's committing the crimes. Yeah. I feel like he is the crime against nature. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of Seeing Reddit. I did. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, I did. Well, yes. I don't care if they did. I hope they didn't. <laughs> well, if, if you want to subject your friends to this, please make sure to recommend it and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, follow us on Seeing Reddit, and, you know, we will uh, be happy to mention you if you tweet at us. Yeah, uh, shout out to Cassie Rose and Chris Luminello, our only two listeners who are also friends with us. Hi guys, Hooray. thank you, thank you for listening. Don't steal our ideas, please. But make other people listen to our show. <laughs> yes. Uh, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm Kamikaze Pilot. Jeff, you want to follow? I was going to let go. you go since I have more no. stuff to say. No, you go. Okay, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at J3FK, or you can go to weaponizedlanguage.com. Or a new thing that I'm trying out is you can go to bit.ly slash creepyhosting, and make sure you check out with the promo code creepy, and you get a month of free podcast hosting from Blueberry, which is what I use to track the statistics for this and all my various other shows. Now it's your turn. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm Louisa, and you can follow me on Twitter at Heronbird. I'm uh, a locked account, but I'll let you in. <laughs> yeah, you just have to knock three times and know the secret <laughs> word, the which is... On the ceiling if you love her. <laughs> the, sec- the secret password is Captain Transylvania. I feel like Matt's <laughs> trying to slip in another song that he's more familiar with <laughs> to put at the end of the episode. I feel like he's just going to put in the monster match. <laughs> you know what? That was really what I was thinking of doing, but then you came up with this dumb killer song. Is it The Killers? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's okay. called Human by The Killers. I'll see if I can find it. I don't know what it is. I've never heard of it you, before. So when I you hear it, you'll be like, oh yeah, of course, I've heard this. It's Ooh. that It's that fifth Killers song after the <laughs> other four that everyone knows. Oh, like... uh. Mr. Brightside? What is, the, what is Some... the fifth Beatles name? God damn it. I was going to make Pete a joke. Best or Pete Best. Uh, the producer sometimes is the fifth Beatle. No, the the producers is... is uh... The Colonel. Fuck. Yeah. I have a, uh, a comic book called The Fifth Beatle, and it's not about Pete Best, but I haven't read it, so I don't know who it's about. Is it about the Blue Beetle and, like, Oh, that would one? be great. I'd read that. <laughs> How you? many Blue Beetles have there been? Three? Two? Uh, three. Ted Cord and... There's been the first one, the, Jaime... like, 30s one. Oh, yes. Who the old man Night Owl is based on. 
And then there's Ted Cord, who we all know and love, who yeah. can't use the scarab. And then there's uh, Jaime, who can use the scarab. Yeah, and then is that the the last one? Yeah, that that's it. Unless there's like temporary or alternate universe ones that I don't care about. Okay, fine. You guys remember Herbie the Love Bug? Uh, I remember Herbie's son fully loaded. Mm, no. Wait, his son's name wasn't fully loaded, was it? Was <laughs> no, he a I'm, baked potato? <laughs> I'm making a joke about the movie Herbie Fully Loaded. Yeah, I'd like to imagine a car having a son with a baked potato. Starring Academy Award-winning actor Michael Keaton. That can't be true. Is that true? Yeah, he's in that movie. Birdman. Oh, you thought it was the other thing that wasn't true. Yeah, well, either way, both things are true. (laughs) Yeah, miraculously. Yes. Anyway, goodbye. (laughs) Did we already end the show already? I don't remember if we ended the show. We didn't end the show yet. Okay, everyone, thanks for listening, and be sure to tell your friends about it, because if you do, then we will be famous, and then we'll be able to make our TV show about Transylvania Dracula's. Okay, Rate, uh, review, we'll talk to you Monster. My sign is vital. And I'm on my knees looking uh, for the answer. Between the age of 20 and 40 knows all the words to that one <laughs> song by Smash Mouth. You know, you see in movies a lot people like testing to see if someone's an alien by asking them uh, <laughs> who the president is. I'm really hoping that in the near future somebody does one where they're like, are, you're pretending to be a kid that was brought up in the 90s, but can you sing the entirety of Smash Mouth's All-Star from beginning to end? Uh, some Roddy. Oh, no. Kill him! Shoot him! <laughs> He's an alien. I don't know why that's the mistake they would make. That's, adding an R doesn't make it a different word. That's just wrong. Well, in your, in your fiction, that alien's human name was Brody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. They've only ever seen the name Brody written out yes. on the golden discs that we sent out into space in the '60s. Yeah, that nude guy that's carved into the disc's name is Brody, and he has it tattooed across his chest. Exactly. <laughs> so we sent out golden discs of that, and then we sent out golden discs of that's what I call music every year. And that's how they no, yeah, no, Louisa, that gives up our one advantage over the aliens. Yeah. They'll learn. They'll learn our pop song. <laughs> uh, well, that alien got in the beginning. Thing. Like they, they had heard of the song clearly. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, that's true. Well, I mean, aliens have seen Shrek. <laughs> they don't yeah. like it. It's like green face to them. <laughs> what? He's not an alien. He's an ogre. Yeah, He's a that's what you say to make excuses for your racism. <laughs> I don't even understand. Oh my god, my head hurts already.